Life, whether you like it or not, happens to everyone. We don't get to choose our testimony, but we are called to share the journey. Hi, everybody. I'm BJ Foster, and this is Withholding Nothing, a podcast for the soul. Let's do this thing. In this week's episode, I'm delighted for you to meet Jamal Speaks. We heard from his wife a couple of weeks ago, and she said, BJ, you must interview my husband. And she was right. Jamal is a man who does not mince words. He is a guy that you either take him or leave him, you like him or you don't like him. But for him, he is constantly moving forward. He is of the mindset that I will not take no for an answer, and I am walking by faith that it will come to be. I hope that you are motivated, inspired by listening in to Jamal Speaks. We call this episode, It's On. Faith is never taking no as an answer. Withholding Nothing, a podcast for the soul. It's happening. What's happening? What's happening? (laughs) I'm I'm seven minutes late. I'm sorry about that. It's all good. It's all good. I figured I said I'll give him some time. If I don't hear from him, I'll text him. Yeah. How's it going out there? Man, what what answer you want? <laughs> I, I want the real answer. <laughs> you want the real answer? Yes, please. Like, like we like we kids on punishment around this joint, man. Like you, we keep, mom keeps telling us you can't go outside and play, and you keep saying, "Well, they outside playing. Well, you can't go out. Well, why not? Because I said so. Well, why not? Because I said so. Well, <laughs> why can't we go out? It's cold. Well, they got on shorts. No, it's cold. Well, they got on shorts. No, it's cold. It's a mess, man. And I wish, I wish that people would stop lying to people and just just you know what I mean. But you know how it is right here, man. Right. Operates. Yeah. Meanwhile, the whole world's doing their thing, but everybody else is, you know, it's just, it's, 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 uh, it's like kids in the bat in the middle of a bad divorce and everybody's fighting for custody. Well, that's true. I never thought of it that way. Kids never win in a custody battle. Kids right. Right. It's terrible, dude. It's terrible. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm just sick of it, dude. What's happening? Beyond that, man, what is going on? It's good to get you. It's good to see you. I see your dreads are now gone, but now we yeah. got the beard. Yeah, cut it off, man. Got the, after 21 years, we chopped it off. Yeah, that's been a long time. When did you do it? When did you finally chop it? Uh, Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my wife was doing my hair. It was just, I mean, it was, it was uh, so, you know, the heaviness of the hair, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. you know, I, I had it long enough. Yeah, it was I know, just time. I know what I look, I know what I look like. <laughs> Ain't nothing new. Ain't nothing new. It's been a long time since I've seen you, Jamal Speaks. I know. I see know. you, my brother. I know. I know. Good to see you. Say, so, hey, I hear all sorts of stuff. I, I know you've got a couple of books out there. So I just wanted to interview you. I want to see what's Uh-oh. going on in your life. Uh oh. God Uh-oh. is doing. Uh oh. So I need you to talk to me. What's happening? Uh, what is happening? Uh, a lot is going on. What is happening? Um, where do I start? I don't know. What, what, what well, we when did you start writing? Because I I didn't know you wrote until I just happened to stumble upon it on Facebook. Oh, I've, I've always, I've always, I've always been writing. So I've, I've always, you know, I've always written, written. Right. Everything. Um, but um, 
but the more recent, so let's see, the more recent, uh, the first, the first situation was, I, I guess this, this whole situation and not being, um, not being in school, you know, with kids and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know where, I don't know where it came from. I was like, the thought of, the thought of, of just the first, the, my first thing I put together was just like daily, affirm, daily quotes, not even affirmations, right? Daily, quote, daily quotes of just things you live by. You know what I mean? Things that, yeah. that my grandfather taught me or things that, that you learn, you know what I mean? To put, right. in a, put you know, for something where, where people can refer to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? For, uh, for just a, a daily, daily, you know, solid, solid quote to get you going and get you thinking all that kind right. of stuff. So, uh, right. I've always, I've had, um, you know, these self-published websites, they don't need for me to, it's not, I don't need a bunch of proofreading because it's a quote on each page right. of myself and then put it together and put it out there. And I, you know, I, I the fan base of, of all the kids that I've taught over, over 20 plus years, I know they'll support. Right. And, you know, and that's exactly supported too. That's awesome. You know and you've I mean? got two books out, is that right? Yeah, so, so yeah, so the, the second one is actually a collection of all my poetry over the past 20 some years. Oh wow! So all of my um, all of my spoken word poetry from just that I've always done. I just took it, and I, I actually what I did recently was I typed it up, and then because <clears throat> I had it everywhere, I had it on on a phone, had it here, had it there, had it all mm-hmm. over the place, and I consolidated it. Mm-hmm. And then I, all I did was copy and paste it in, into the self publishing website, you know, and did that. And then right. and then come to find out, actually after I put that together, um, I was looking through my mom and we were actually actually going through, um, taking the time out to, to do, to clean all the stuff up. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, my wife was going, we were going through old stuff that, you know, old, um, financial records that we no longer needed. Right. And, and there was this big old bin outside in the backyard that we were going through. And it, and I, it was a bag that my mom sent me a long time ago, but all of my, um, my father's stuff. So, so his, his senior high school is like his, him. So my grandfather on his side had, had done a, um, a memory book of mm-hmm. his high of his year because he was good in, in baseball and, and basketball. Right. And inside that situation was my great grandmother was a poet, was a published poet. Had no idea. Wow. Had no idea. And so she was there from uh, Huntington, West Virginia. So Marshall University in the school of, of I want to say the school of um, letters and sciences, the English department mm-hmm. actually took her, her poetry and uh, published it. Okay. I had no idea. Right. And then I found the article and then I went to Amazon and it they actually was printed out. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I found an actual, an actual signed copy. I right. My, 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 this is my great grandmother. Uh, this is the one that came to my, my graduation, high school graduation. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah, a signed copy. And this was in the library. It cost me 40 bucks to get it. But right. then what's interesting is it's the same size as the two ones I published. Mm-hmm. And the poetry rhythm is the same as mine. Wow. And I did not know it. So it's in your DNA. I had no idea. Right. <laughs> I had no idea. It's, right. It's ramblings of a scorched soul, poems by Edna Smith Duckworth, my great grandmother. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome. It was incredible. And so yeah, I was inspired because I did that. I did that without even knowing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You know, so yeah, that was, it was really cool. You know what I mean? And it was a you know stream of income. You know what I mean? For for mm-hmm. you know then have it up there and it's always out there for people to purchase an old deal. You know what I mean, and and, and that's what allowed us. And this, and there's been conversations, man. You know, we we've had, you know, just because I know Sahara was is a part of the teens, and I was ear hustling one night. You know, the conversation about how they study Bible with with kids. 
Right. And and they were talking about the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you know, and that whole Holy Spirit of baptism. And it's just like, well, well, Pentecost was Jews. <laughs> there was no conversion at Pentecost. Right. Pentecost mm-hmm. was the festival of first fruits and festival of weeks. Right. It wasn't a conversion until Acts 10. Yeah. You know I mean, we, we've been, we've been, we've been quite honestly been teaching it over conversion at Pentecost. There was no conversion at Pentecost. Yeah. It was Jews being called back to repentance. And then, you know, you look at, and, then, and you look at John after Yeshua was resurrected, he breathed the Holy Spirit on his disciples. Right. So, okay, cool. And then you put that to the paradox of the paradox of, of, okay. Then Peter is talking to a Gentile in Acts 10. And as he's talking, the Holy Spirit falls on them. And then he says, then he baptized all these are different truths. Right. And that's the problem with Western theology is that it's got to be this as opposed to that's true. This is true. And that's true. It's OK. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You know what I mean? So. Right. It's quite interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, it's all right enough to know the answers. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. And, and the Eastern world, quite honestly, in the Eastern world, is not about answers. It's about it's about the conversation and the continuing of, of the dialogue to right. uncover more truths. Right. You know what I mean? And so Socrates, Plato, Aristotle and Alexander the Great, they did a number on us. Yeah. They did a number on yeah. it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So how has this all been with your relationships with people around you? Yeah, Church, it's interesting. people I, I, and all I that found, good stuff. I found out that I have maybe two friends. <laughs> you find out who your friends are. It gets I, real I, clear. I found out who my friends were. And I found out who my friends were in a situation because, you know, quite honestly, I've, I've lost it many times because <laughs> I've lost it in, in, the, in the vein of, for me personally, I know what I got myself into when I professed this faith. Right. That whether it's true or not, this is the same God that parted the Red Sea. Right. The sea this is the same God that told a guy to build a big old boat in the middle of summer. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the guy, you know, who now that I understand the context of Abraham and, and you know, why he was willingly going to sacrifice Isaac, it's not, not ordinary, but this is a guy who, 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 uh, who blessed uh, Jacob who deceived his, who had plotted to deceive his brother. Right. You know what I mean? And so I look at, I look at those, those characters and those characters are flawed, but those characters were willing to put their life on the line for the first time in history right. where God who was willing to have a relationship with you and you didn't have to appease him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so yes. I believe that. Right. I believe that. And so, so, and I look around, you know, in this whole situation with, with this whole virus and all now, let me preface it with, is this virus real? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Is it man-made? I do believe. Mm-hmm. I do believe it's a spiritual warfare and it's biological warfare. And so, so knowing that and knowing who our God is, and if we walk in that spirit, then there, is, there shouldn't be any fear. Right. There shouldn't be any fear because, because it, it's, it's, if then you're saying that the God that you serve mm-hmm. not, doesn't know what's going on. Right. I mean, doesn't know what's happening. He doesn't know you're in the middle of it because I'm, I'm the guy you know, that plays a sport. I just play the sport knowing injuries are a part of the game. Right. I'm not the guy that plays the game not to get hurt because those people always get hurt. Right. And then they look at the people, the other people like, how come you never get hurt? Because you're playing not to get you're hurt. You're playing not to I'm get just, hurt. I'm just playing the game. Right. And hurt comes with it. Right. You know what I mean? And when it happens, I tape it up and I keep it pushing. You know, and, and I believe, I believe that that the almighty God knows what we're, what we're about and he's going to protect us. And you have, uh, just kind of switching a little bit, you you teach. How long have you been teaching? 20-some years? 20-some years now. 20, high school? 20, high school, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What has it been like for your students? Oh, it's terrible. terrible. It's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, well, I, I teach a trade, so I, I teach film. 
Okay. So, so um, actually, I've been, you know, I switched schools. Let's see. Six years ago, I switched to a new school. This one, um, long story short, uh, mm -hmm. open opportunity for me to come to the school, to be closer to the house. And then the, the principal okay. at the school was my former um, AP at my other school and wanted me to come and help build a film academy. Right. And, I mean, I, I fell in, I mean, I fell into a situation, man. It was just like, I went from no lemons and no water to organic <laughs> lemons and organic water and sugar That's and the whole nine. I've been making lemonade. Awesome. And so, so it's just, I have a film academy and um, a full on, you know, full on thriving, robust film academy. And so, and mm -hmm. being here, dude, so, so specifically what I'm doing is what we call uh, in, in the country is called CTE. So career technical education. Mm -hmm. So career technical education is, is specifically uh, technical pathways in high schools with teachers who are in the profession to train the students to enter into job force after high school. That's so, beautiful. so say for instance, like you got um, auto mechanic shop, right? So you have a CTE auto mechanic shop and then the teacher is a mechanic himself. Yeah. And, and then with that, um, the federal government, you know, don't don't tell them, don't don't let them tell you they broke. The federal <laughs> government, you know, puts a gang of money behind CT programs. And what the teacher is supposed to do is they get a budget every year, mm -hmm. and their budget is used to to purchase all the latest equipment, all the latest technology. You know, if say for instance, if Toyota down the street is using you know using computer technology to fix cars, right? Then the teacher's responsibility is use their money to buy that stuff, and then also put the kids in competitions. You know, put and in and garner relationships with different industries so that the kids are job ready after high school. And it's awesome. Most programs are, are three years. They start beginner in tenth grade, intermediate in eleventh, and advanced in twelfth grade. Right. And then there's usually certifications that happen in twelfth grade. So for me, mine's film. Mm -hmm. So I have a beginner, intermediate, advanced, and man, I man, I got to the school BJ, and I went from uh man went from nothing to I'm now six million dollars in building a program. Really? Yeah. So I actually, I'm, let me see if I can, uh, yeah, I'm, I actually built the studio. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm looking for, this is on the school site. This is on the school site. Yeah. Wow. This is on the school site. I'm, I'm actually um, looking for some of my, uh, yeah, on, on the school site, I, um, I, my former principal. So, so basically I got, a, I got, a, it was crazy. It was crazy. No, nobody, but God, I got an email from this, from district office. Mm -hmm. About uh, we got a, we got a grant approved and we're looking you know to disperse this among the programs. How much money do you need? What do you need it for? I was like, I need two million dollars. <laughs> like, you asking? I'm telling. Yeah, exactly. I need two million dollars. Like, what for? I said, I'm a, I want to build a studio. He's like, he's like, okay, cool. And then and then um, and then they said we can't give you two million. We can give you a million. <laughs> I'll take a million. And uh, actually, uh, I'm trying to pull it up so I can show you. So I built the studio. So I asked the principal, there was this vacant uh, classroom next to mine that uh, was the teacher workroom, but nobody right. was using it. It was, it was becoming a, um, a storage room. Yeah. She said, I can use it. And I made some phone calls to people in the district and they, they, you know, they're kind of my school. Like, what are you talking about? I said, I'm going to build a studio. And, <laughs> they, they, and then they're like, how much, how much is it going to cost? It's like, oh, it costs about 200,000. I said, cool, no problem. They looking at me like, well, where are you getting all this money from? They didn't know because the, yeah. the money, the grant had, hadn't reached, you know, it hadn't fallen down the trees right. yet. Right. And where it got out, I was like, oh, now, now we make it sense. And I built the. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, wow. So that, that's, that's the, that's the beginning of it. Right. And then, let me show you. So, and I went ahead, they, they uh, came in and they soundproofed it. Mm -hmm. you know, the walls, right? They soundproofed it, the whole situation. And then um, I uh, did a site. This, this is a lot of us, like this here, 
I have a relationship with uh, with the New York Film Academy. Right. My kids shoot on the back lot at Universal. Mm-hmm. So this is where they shoot the uh, the Good Place. Oh yeah. NBC with Ted dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, we go. We used to go twice a year. My kids, this is us right here at the end of the day. And they go and they actually shoot, get the whole experience. It's really cool. Now, how many? Then, stu- yeah, that's a lot. How many students do you have? So I, I total depending depending you know total I average about 150 to 200. So half the school. Wow. These are my kids shooting on a dollar here. We have we have a lot of, a lot of stuff. I mean I I, I mean I had a million dollars, BJ. That's I, amazing. I, I know what to do. I didn't know what to do, BJ. I was like, what do I do a million dollars? And I, I don't know how to spend it. Right. And, what? That's incredible. You know how much money these kids are saving, and what yeah. they're learning. They don't have to go to a university yeah, and try to get yeah, this. Exactly. <laughs> I had to go to film school. So a lot a lot of these films are just a lot of stuff is us shooting films. But yeah, so it's, it's been really cool. So um so you know. So I'm hands-on. I have several right. hands-on. Right. And to go from hands-on to this stuff, man, this is terrible. I, mean, I can't keep, this is, this is just, I'm not, my kids are bored. I'm bored. Yeah. We're not doing anything because they need to have hands-on cameras. You know, they need to have, you know, they're like right. my kids, cameras, C-stands, flags, you know, sandbags, different lenses. Yeah. You know, different types of stuff. Can't, wow, that, that hurts. That yeah, hurts. You know, and, and people are like, well, watch movies. We don't watch movies, man. Yeah. We make, we make movies. We make movies. Yeah. Make, but you don't understand that if you're not in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. We don't watch movies. I, I got kids that, you know, that, that can grab a camera and go. This adds to the beginning of our conversation of, of the faith. And right. When you just go and you do stuff. Right. When you, when you, when you just do stuff, God will, he'll, 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 he'll supplement the rest of the stuff. Well, let, let me ask a question. This is so yeah. awesome. My mind is just blown. This is so great. For those who are, for so many Christians that are just not dreaming, I just, we refuse to dream big, yeah. which is a pet peeve for me. Yeah. What was it or what is it in Jamal Speaks that says, go for it? Well, All they can I'm, do is say no. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing, well, actually the say no is, is one of my quotes in my book. Is that when you tell me no, I just take the O and put it in the front and now it's on. <laughs> so, um, but I, I've been, I've been, I've been told this last year from my, uh, my wife and my daughter that I guess I'm, they, they say I'm an anomaly when it comes to faith because mm-hmm. I never, I never not think that I, it can't be done. Right. I, I've all, I've lived that way. And I, I think, I think, uh, not, not, I think I know that's something that has been given for me from my mom. My mom, right. my mom is, is always, she's always thought that way. She's always, there is never, there's never an, an option. And, and, and another quote from my book is, if you have a plan B hanging around, plan A never gets executed. Yes. Oh, I love that. It never gets executed because there's always that fallback. You know, right. where people say, well, I'm going to go to California to pursue my dream, but I'm going to get my college degree just in case it don't work. Right. And those words are powerful because you always think that. You always, just in case, just in case. But if there isn't a plan B, there's only one option. Mm-hmm. Plan A has to work. And you mm-hmm. got to be obsessed with plan A. You know what I mean? You, and, and, and then don't throw... Don't throw f- the faith of a God in who I read and, and, and believe that, you know, Joseph and, and, and David and, and right. you, you name all these, all these different people. Right. You know, if I'm that, if I'm in that lineage and I, those are my guys. And, and quite honestly, another thing also that I was sharing with my wife and sharing with some people, I think, now I think I know being raised in a black church, mm-hmm. when you're raised in a black church, you mm-hmm. know who you are in, in God, without yes. a doubt. You yes. may not have anything else on right. Right. You walk out of there knowing who you are. Yes. And there's nothing nobody can tell you. And they, we use the cliche, you know, no weapon form of me can prosper. And, you know, right. Whole, right. You know, what, got, what the door God opens, no man can close. Mm-hmm. And I believe that. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? and, and that, you know, and, 
and I was raised in a black church. My, my grandfather, my mom, you know, be Sundays yeah. and after that we go downstairs and eat and we come back upstairs. Right. And it was no option about not going to church. Yeah. And I, I think that that was always been in me from the beginning. There, there was no other option. I came to California on a one-way ticket. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, so it, because, because when you, when you, when you, when you don't dream, you rob yourself of, of, of the journey. Wow. You know what yes. I mean? You rob, you rob yourself of, of what, what can be and what's going to be and what's right there for you because you're deciding to be safe. Right. You know, you're deciding to, now nah, I'm just going to go ahead and, and listen, I, I, I think, I think, not I think, I know when my wife went through what she went through and mm-hmm. there was, a, there was a time where she may not have been around right. and I was, and I already, and I'd already conceded in my heart that if it's just me and the two kids for the rest of my life, I got to be okay with that. Right. I got to be okay with that. Yeah. And, and, and that wasn't the case and he allowed her to live. Mm-hmm. And that, at that moment that was, I, I, I saw death, I saw death in my wife. Yes. And, and what, 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 what else is there? What else can you do? So it you didn't rock I mean? your faith. Yeah, no. What, what else can you do? It actually, right. it actually increased it to the point where like, dude, like, okay, okay, cool. And what? And I mean, I, I, I didn't see that. Or I, I, I've been to the point where, where God is, you know, quite taking something from me that was very precious. Right. And I was okay with it. And so what else, what else is there left? There isn't anything else left. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, it really isn't, you know? And so that, that right there, man, is just, is I live life different, man. I live life different. There is no other option. There right. No right. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm always saying my tagline is be on the lookout for the hand of God. You know, yeah. and that's basically what I'm hearing throughout your life. You know, you've yeah. seen God is all over you. He's touching yeah. everything. Yeah. BJ, we, BJ, we are, our, our, um, our seventh year anniversary on the day, February 12, 2007, we were in a lawyer's office mm-hmm. signing the papers for bankruptcy. Really? February 12, 2007. We wow. Were in, we were in the, in the lawyer's office because we were a part of the, a part of the, uh, the housing crisis that was illegal. Oh yeah, and yeah. I, and I and I knew something wasn't right, but I right. just couldn't put my finger on. It. I said, "This is not right. What's going on?" And we were, and I, you know, we were in there. And we had, we had, a, I think, a hundred and ninety dollars to our name. Mm-hmm. We were lost everything. We and in, in or we have a tradition around our anniversary. Uh, the uh, rap group, the Roots from Philly, would always right. be in the House of Blues during our, around our anniversary. Okay. So that was the anniversary gift all the time. So we'd already we already bought the tickets a couple months in advance. Right. So and that night was the Roots concert. It was a Friday night. We're in the lawyer's office. We're, we're signing away the fact that we lost everything. We're bankrupt, mm-hmm. but we're going to the Roots concert. And yeah, that's all we got. <laughs> <laughs> and most couples, if not all of them, split because of this situation. Right. And, yeah. and that's not us. And yeah. even the father, the father was like, yeah, you, you guys, because most couples don't do that. I was like, yeah, because what else can you do to us? Right. Right. You know what, I mean? what else can you do to us? You know what I mean? You know, there's all kinds of stories like that, you know, with, another house that we that we lost but it's i'm telling you man i like look man what, what, what i got to lose right well it's going back to what we were talking about in the beginning you say you know it's all about practice mm-hmm. you know and kai talks about that all the time it's it's practicing your faith you know it's not yeah. just understanding the words it's not just hearing yeah. the scriptures read but yeah. practicing it so it becomes real reality in your life yeah because so you actually have something to hold on to when you're in desperate times yeah because if, if you go back and look at the gospels it, the order, the order of the rabbinical Jewish tradition in the Second Temple was, you practice, and then you believe. Right. You teach, you practice, you believe. You never, you never catch Yeshua say, "Hey, believe in me, believe in me." It's he practices. He he, he goes feed five thousand. What are we gonna do? Feed five thousand. Right. 
that defeated 5,000, let's look at what happened. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, Peter, get out and walk on the water. He didn't say, Peter, do you believe me? Mm-hmm. When you walk on water, he said, Peter, come out. And Peter was like, yo, and, 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 and then when you understand the rabbi-disciple relationship, you understand why Peter jumped out on a boat because anything your rabbi does, you're going to do too. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. You look at that. And, and, you know, and he sends them out two by two to go do what? To go heal. And they come back and they're amazed because guess what? Even they, you know what I mean? It had nothing to do with this other stuff. It was just go do yeah. it. Just yeah. go do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you do it, guess what happens? That's awesome. All right, Jamal Speaks. I love you, man. Thank you for doing this so yeah. much. My, my brain has just got to calculate everything that you've poured out. Okay. And it's basically, like I said, the tagline is we don't get to choose our testimony, uh-huh. but we are right. called to share the journey. Everybody's got one right. and everybody's journey is different. And I just feel like it's important that we hear what God's doing in people's lives because it inspires us, you know, to hear yeah. everything that you're doing to say, hey, there is no no. People need to hear stuff like that because there's just too many people who are just cowering or, or just they're they're crippled they're frozen yeah. in place and yeah. i look at that and i go there's something about that that doesn't equal faith right to me right. so and, that's and really what, the whole podcast and, and, and you know what's interesting is 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 the greek the greek translates so we get faith from the greeks right because 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 it's trust in hebrew yeah and, and right and you don't trust you yeah. don't trust because you don't think that it's going to work out yeah and you don't trust, man. Think about your kids. They don't know. They didn't know you from a can of paint when you were, they were born. But they trusted <laughs> that this woman right here is going to take care of me. Right. Think about that. You know what I mean? True. True that. Yeah. yeah. You know. True well, good that. stuff, man. I, you know what? Tell tell everybody. Tell uh tell short and powerful. I said, what's up? I ain't seen that dude <laughs> in a long time, man. I know it's been a long time. It's good to make contact with you guys. So it was great talking to your wife the other day, and she was yeah. like, "Oh, you got to talk to my husband." <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. this has been awesome. Cool deal. All right, man. Good luck right. with everything. Thanks for sharing it all. I can't yeah. wait to hear how everything turns out. Yeah, thank you. I wish it would have been around when my daughter went to school and I could have saved all that money from college. I know. <laughs> we, I mean, we, talk, we talked to her, too. Exactly. She's like, hey, you should come over here with us. Yeah, and yeah. Then we ran to a couple of times. Exactly. Yep. I'll yeah. be sending her your way. All yes, right, man. Please. All right. Much love. All right. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. I hope you've been enlightened and encouraged. I want to say thank you to my incredible guests this week and a special thanks to my music man, Mr. David Burnett Graham. Follow me on Instagram, everybody. And until next time, be on the lookout for the hand of God.